Hey, this episode of Sick and Wrong is sponsored by the McRib Sandwich from McDonald's. The McRib Sandwich, not just for black people anymore. Activate my curly hair stick. Initiate Jukla. Commence annoying commentary. Begin gate upload. System check complete. All systems operational in. Five, four, three, two, one. This is Sick and Wrong, the podcast. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, G. Simon. Well, it's Wackerly. He's up there, Wackerly. Seemed to have made it back up to the Bay Area. Yeah. I made the mistake of getting super stoned yesterday, and I'm still feeling it. Well, did you eat it, or were you smoking it? Smoking it, out of what the kids call a bong. Oh, you were doing some bong smoking, some bong toking. Yeah, that, yeah. Def- that definitely can have lasting effects. It all started when somebody put on Led Zeppelin, and then we decided that <laughs> if you're going to listen to Led Zeppelin, you should probably smoke some pot. It's that rock and roll music. Yeah. It's, it's a, a gateway it's, drug. It's, it's a gateway drug, that rock and roll music. So you, you were just smoking weed just because of Led Zeppelin, or were you smoking weed because you're trying to deal with the retirement of Regis Philbin? I blame Led Zeppelin. <laughs> but I haven't thought about Reg very much. That's why I was wondering if you came down to L.A. because of uh, the Reg retiring and that you just needed to be around close friends. During this like period of transition, actually, I had an, an audition. <laughs> You're auditioning for something? Well, yeah, for Regis' position. <laughs> <laughs> What's the you... show even called? Uh, was it live with Regis, right? And Kelly well, Ripa and Regis and Kelly. It used to be Regis and Kathy Lee. Remember that harpy? Oh God, no! She was just, she's a wretched creature. She's still on. Yeah, she's, she's like her, her own show now, or she shares it with some other dumb bitch. Ugh, soulless harpy. But do you think? Do you think Kelly Ripa had to like give Regis oral pleasure to get that position? You're gonna have to kiss Regis' cock. <laughs> you wanna be on this dumbass talk show with me? <laughs> I was wondering how long they're gonna keep his withered husk up going. I mean, it's been like what fifty years on that. I don't know on TV. I think he's like. Didn't Guinness say he had the most hours on camera of any celebrity? I would believe it. He just yells know. a lot. That's his technique, right? I don't know. I, you know, I, are they going to are they going to get somebody else in there, or what's going on? They were probably going to stick Ryan Seacrest or Jimmy Kimmel in there, or someone like that. Don't <laughs> I don't you think? See either, I don't see either of those guys taking that position. I think it would be a step down for them. I could see guess Seacrest. Guess again. I could see Seacrest doing something like that, but uh, I no. could also see you moving into that, maneuvering into that position. Just you and Kelly Ripa. Yeah. I have a hard time mustering enthusiasm that early in the morning for all the bullshit that they talk about. <laughs> but my question is, with Regis Philbin, I think there's a slightly darker past that that guy has going on. And I think it's, think I think it's more than a depends. coincidence. Well, I think it's more than a coincidence that they reopen... The murder case, or the mysterious death of Natalie Wood, right when Regis is retiring. The same week. There might be a connection. I know it's a weak, a weak connection here, but uh, I think mm-hmm. there may be a connection. 
Regis probably wouldn't even remember doing it. Do you think he's he was a, horsing around with her some at some point? I don't know. In but, the in the Sandusky manner. I th- you know, I think uh, back back then who knows what television project he was probably on, but you know, Natalie Wood could have come, you know, asking for a position doing something Regis pulled some strings as he usually does. You know, he he didn't want to get on the bad side of Robert Wagner. Next thing you know, yeah. she's floating in the uh, what is she floating in the Pacific Ocean? I think there's some holes in your narrative, but okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a connection here because I just don't like Regis Philbin very much. Tentative. Why? Yeah, he's one of your people. I just, I don't know. I don't like his face. I hate his voice. I think the fact that he's like one of those geriatrics. So the same, that, many people would say the same thing about yourself. It's true. And I'll probably look a lot like Regis Philbin, sound exactly the same at that age, but he's so much more successful than I'll ever be. But the, but he just reminds me of one of those geriatrics that like, you know, bone young interns. It's just kind of gross. Like that 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 porn that you'd see online of like, Old man banging young teenage slut. It's like that's that's what I picture Regis Philbin to be. Okay. Do you I mean, picture every old man to do that? No, just Regis Philbin because he's I a dirty old man. Old man. He's a dirty. I just old imagine man. their cocks going in and out of young virgin flesh. <laughs> but I do find the case of Natalie Wood to be interesting, and it's you know okay maybe there's no connection to Regis Philbin, although I'd like there to be one. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting when they reopen a mysterious Hollywood death. Why would they do that? Who cares anymore? Well, that's the thing. It's like this Thanksgiving will be 30 years after the day uh, um, she disappeared and was found floating in the Pacific Ocean. And uh, they never, they never saw the murder. They, they ruled that it was an accident, an accidental death. And uh, they never, not a suicide, not a murder. It was just accident, it was accidental death and uh, drowning. And they've never, they've never solved it. Then all of a sudden, 30 years later, it's open. You're like, oh, why? Why would you reopen this case? And I think the reason being is because a book came out about it. Oh, a book did come out? That was yeah. what I was going to ask you. The uh, captain of the, of the Splendor, which was the, the boat that they were on, he ended up writing a book with some other co-author. And uh, yeah, now all of a sudden, the, the police, are, it, it, it brought the, the, you know, the, the death-shocked Hollywood and now it's brought some attention to the police. They've reopened the case. And uh, who knows if they're going to find out the true, the true circumstances surrounding her death. But it's an interesting yeah. story, though. Meanwhile, there, meanwhile, there's like, you know, like black toddlers in the ghetto who've been murdered. And they're like not, you know, they don't give a fuck about that, solving that one. Even yeah, exactly. Yesterday. <laughs> they got to fucking investigate some white female celebrity from 30 years ago. 30 years ago, whose death really doesn't even matter. But what's, right. what I find interesting about it is, uh, is the two actors that were involved in, uh, in her death. And it's just kind of a random situation. But um, the, the one actor was her husband, Robert Wagner, who has never proved yes. to be the, the murderer. Robert Wagner was in – he was number two in the, the – uh, what's his name's henchman in uh, the Austin Powers films? Yes. Dr. Yeah, Evil's right. henchman. Uh, he was in the movie Towering Inferno. Damn, damn fine film. Was he? Uh, yeah. He was in uh, Kiss Before Dying, uh, The Pink Panther. And I think his most recent film credit was uh, Mr. Wilson in uh, Dennis the Menace Christmas, which uh, you, you still watch that every year, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> his wife, though, Natalie Wood, is beautiful. I mean, she was in um, some famous films like uh, Rebel Without a Cause, West Side Story, Love with the Proper Stranger. So the story surrounding the death was Natalie... Robert Wagner and actor Christopher Walken were all partying at a restaurant in Los Angeles. They then went to Wagner's yacht 
where apparently a verbal altercation between Wagner and Wonkin took place. Apparently, uh, Wagner smashed a bottle and accused Wagner of trying to fuck his wife. Um, Walker I, thought Wag- I thought Walken was gay. I, I don't know. Is he? A confirmed bachelor. Has he ever you know, been married? With the dancing and all that shit. If you ask me, I think it was just the three of them on his yacht. I think there's some wobbly H action going on here. Yeah, there was certainly a lot of cocaine, right? Quaaludes. They're all hopped up on ludes. back then. Yeah, and that so... That sounds fun. I, mean, no, I imagine something was going on here, uh, but... Uh, I think what happened, I bet you like a menage a trois situation was going on between uh, Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood, and then Wagner got pissed off because of the lack of attention. Who do you think has a bigger cock, Natalie Wood or Christopher Walken? <laughs> Dude, Christopher Walken. Dude, that guy's, that guy's got to have a dick down to his knees. Don't you think so? so? Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, although it would be kind of funny to hear Christopher Walken and... Uh, I, I don't really know Robert Wagner very well, but it would be nice to, to hear an impression of them doing a wobbly H. Christopher Walken in a wobbly H would be a funny impression. We should work on Go that, maybe. It. I can't yeah, do that. Maybe somebody can call it in. We have a guy. We have a guy that does a Christopher Walken voice, and uh, we've played for several inches. You should call in and do Christopher Walken in the middle of a wobbly H. And it could be anyone. On, while, while standing on a wobbly boat. Yeah, on a wobbly boat. This boat is so wobbly. <laughs> and boning like a fat woman, like Oprah Winfrey or something. A wobbly well, I woman. I thought it was Natalie Wood. Well, it could be Natalie Wood, but she's dead. You're taking creative license with the story. I'm just changing it a little bit. <laughs> Oprah would have floated. She wouldn't have drawn. <laughs> so uh, once Wagner smashed a bottle of wine, that was full-on coitus interruptus. He just ruined the mood. And uh, Christopher Walken did he, retired what, his did he, he just, did, did he smash the bottle of wine onto Christopher Walken's head or, and or cock? I think he was just, uh, you know, I think there was Wombly H action about to occur. I don't think the Wombly H actually occurred. I think they were in mid-Wombly H action. And then Robert Wagner got, became upset, became enraged. He was jealous, smashed a bottle of wine. Christopher Walken's like, why are you smashing the wine? <laughs> oh, that was horrible. <laughs> okay, you do it better. No, I can't. Mine was almost William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. It was William Shatner doing an impression of Christopher Walken. <laughs> I was about to get my dick wet. No, I, said, I can't do <laughs> that it. Sound, that sounded kind of like Cassius Clay or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with Rodney Dangerfield. All right, you give it a go then. I'm the greatest fighter of all time, and I'm going to get into this wobbly age. No respect, oh. So what ended up happening, make a long story short, Walken retired to his stateroom. Natalie reported stomped off to her room with Robert hot on her heels. They ended up getting into a huge skirmish, huge fight. Uh, and then uh, the captain here claims that he heard uh, a lot of uh, screaming, some thumping noises, some pushing, some alter- an altercation, and then silence. What, did he have his ear up to the door? <laughs> what a creep. I think he was just in the, the room uh, next door. Oh. I know. Captain's quarters. Said everyone was drunk, you know, they had partied all evening, and then uh, when Wagner, le- Wagner left the cabin and he came back to the stateroom, he claimed Natalie was gone. They searched the yacht, and it was discovered that the, the uh, dinghy um, that they used to travel to and fro to land uh, was missing. And uh, at this point, the story's always been a bit fuzzy. Wagner thought Natalie got into the dinghy and then went back to the Avalon. Walken didn't speak out until 1997, uh, so most of the information actually came from Wagner. 
She was found the next afternoon wearing a down jacket, nightgown, and socks, floating in the Pacific Ocean. It's right off the Catalina Islands over there. Um, there's a corner to the stars here. Thomas Noguchi, I guess he uh, did autopsies on Marilyn Monroe, John Belushi, Sharon Tate. He declared her death an accident. Uh, the theory was that she either tried to get in the dinghy to leave or fell out of the yacht trying to stop the dinghy from knocking against the yacht. And uh, next thing you know, she's found floating, drowned to death. But it's interesting, the fact that they're reopening this case. And they claim that Robert Wagner is not a suspect. If you ask me, here's my theory on it. Menage a trois went awry. Went south fast once uh, Wagner smashed the wine bottle. Right, we got that. So we got that part. How did, where does Regis come in? I, mean, Regis, I think Regis Was is Regis going to Regis hiding in. in the dinghy? I think, I think, actually, this is my theory. I think there was a fourth person there that walked in, oh. and Wagner refused to admit, and it was Regis. <laughs> the second gunman theory. I think, I think Regis was hiding in the closet. He came out. There was supposed to be more than a wobbly H. I guess we could say it was a square, some, some hot, sexy square action going on there. I don't know. Is it a square or a triangle? Well, well I guess, you no, know, because there's four points. There are four players involved, so it would be a square. Well. There's but, three points and three holes. Yeah, well, I, I just think there's just a, there are a lot of there are a lot of swinging dicks in this equation, <laughs> and uh, not enough vaginas, which apparently I wonder, pissed off captain, Robert Wagner. Did they offer the captain a spot in this sexual circus? I think you know. I bet you the captain was just like, oh, this kind of stuff, these kind of type of shenanigans happen all the time. They're drunk, right. you know, and they got some lewds going out there. I'm just gonna let. And I bet you it was Regis who probably scored all the drugs. Do you think they're going to solve this crime? I mean, is there any new information that's come to light? Or how, how do you even go about this? You know, the, the book has been shut for 30 years. They couldn't figure it out back then. Or, or they figured out that it was nothing, that it was an accident. They claim, okay, what, here's a couple... What's different is going to happen now? Well, here's a couple points. There's one fact that's never been disputed, is that Natalie was deeply afraid of water. And as a child, she almost drowned, and the fear never left her. Well, what the fuck is she doing on a boat, then? I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, that was, a, that, you know, that was a, that's a point of contention. Like, why would she ever... Well, I mean, the fact that she's on a yacht, a yacht is huge, but why would she ever get into a dinghy? Why would she ever get on a yacht if you're terrified of water? I mean, get a Winnebago instead. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the... Yeah, I mean, maybe she wasn't... She's terrified to, like, be on a small boat, like a dinghy or, like, a rowboat or something. <laughs> she sounds like a dumb cunt to me. I'm sorry. Uh, she sounds. She sounds like and she's it. also. And she's also arguing. With, she's a Hollywood I hate, starlet. I hate bitches who want to argue with you while you're on drugs. Well, it's that's my that's my peeves. theory on it. Is that uh, she ended up getting wasted, and she's in a huge argument with her husband. Her husband can't reason with her. It's just like you know what, I'm out of here. He left, and then she and a lot of girls do this. They end up being. They end up like completely becoming devoid of reason because they're so drunk. And she's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to land. I'm out of here." And then she gets on right. the boat, takes off, falls off the boat because she's an idiot. You yeah, know? but that's the official story. Well, no, they, you know, they claim that it might be an accident. But I think that probably is what happened. But then again... So aren't you pissed off that you're, you know, your taxes that you pay down there in Southern California, you know, the funds, these detective salaries, like why the fuck are they doing this? They better find out some good shit that we didn't know before. Well, they say that she had two dozen bruises on her body. And uh, so they, they claim that they're that the bruising, the fact that there's so much bruising on her body that there was a struggle, a violent struggle. Uh, neither maybe, walking, maybe some crabs tried to rape her. 
<laughs> Neither Walker nor Wagner are suspects. And uh, they say new DNA technology may be used in this investigation. As for why, I'm not really quite sure. I'm just hoping that they can somehow... <laughs> We've determined that she is, in fact, Natalie Wood. Oh, I'm hoping that they can somehow pinpoint this to Regis, because I know the guy was involved with this situation. It's you just want a... him to go... You want, why, you want Regis, an old man, to go down like Joe Paterno? Like all of his fame just crumbles just at the end of his life? Yes, I do. Yes, you, I certainly do. I would, I would love to see if it was some kind of also involved Kathy Lee in there. You know, there was yeah. like some kind of weird like sexcapade with Kathy Lee, Regis Philbin, and Natalie Wood. And Christopher Walken was there. And it's just something happened. There had to be some kind of connection. But I think more uh, realistically is, uh, I think realistically what's going to occur is books coming out. They probably have a movie, TV movie, or a movie deal in the making. So then they paid, like, uh, the I don't know, head of the police department to, like, let's open up the investigation for a couple weeks here just to, like, have a few press releases. And, uh, yeah, and then we're going to make some money, and then everyone's going to forget about it. Because they, so they never solve Hollywood deaths. I mean... I don't want to get into it, but a few uh, mysterious Hollywood deaths that never that have never been solved that you know maybe they open up every now and then is Biggie and Tupac. They ever solved that one? So you're claiming that's a Hollywood death. Tupac is, but I think some New, New York East Coast people would be kind of angry you calling Biggie's death a Hollywood celebrity. Death. They're celebrity deaths. Celebrity I mean, death. celebrities, but it's a mysterious celebrity death. Uh, Bruce Lee. They claim that the the triads gave him like the touch of death. And uh, ended up, uh, you know, poisoning him. They also said marijuana was involved. Um, Elvis Presley, Marilyn Monroe. They, ne- they never the found toilet. out. They never found out how Marilyn died. Um, George Reeves. Drugs. He, what the George Reeves was the first TV Superman. Is that correct? He was the first TV Superman, and uh, they oh. claim that there was a contract kill put out by his ex-wife, <laughs> not by Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever watched those old TV Supermans? Oh yeah, it's they just have like white. no effect budget or anything. It's horrible. One of the most famous uh, Hollywood deaths, and still remains a mystery up until today. Although they have reopened it a few times, is Bob Crane. Remember Bob Crane? Uh huh. He was uh, they Colonel, made a movie about it. He was Colonel Robert Hogan in the uh, sitcom Hogan Heroes. Yeah, and they made that movie with Greg Kinnear, Autofocus. Quite um, the quite the pervert that guy. Yeah, they said that uh, he was found clubbed and bludgeoned to death with what looks like a camera tripod, although the tripod itself was never found. Um, one of the things they said that uh, investigators assumed that the murderer may have masturbated and ejaculated on Crane's body after murdering him. But since there was no DNA analysis back then, uh, they could never find any leads and the case turned cold. We've got all this semen and we've got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Um, I guess yep. we'll just flush well, back, it down the toilet. Well, back then they didn't have the DNS, DNA test. They could only do the uh, you know stick a finger and put it in your tongue test to see if it's still warm or not. You know they. Yep, it's you know. semen. <laughs> <laughs> or the sniff. Yeah, this is about three day old semen. You know they, they that was DNA testing back in the. Get 40s. that prostitute in here, <laughs> our semen expert. They did try to tie it in, tie his uh, colleague into the case, but they John Henry Carpenter, but he was tried for it and he was exonerated. So that's another mysterious Hollywood death. So it remains to be seen what happens with Natalie Wood. I bet you within two weeks we're not even going to remember wait, you're, this. You're skipping over the biggest mystery. Who's whatever? Ha- like whatever happened to Janine Garofalo's career? 
Nobody knows. <laughs> Who's going to reopen that case? She was she was so popular, and now nothing. <laughs> anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I I hope that uh, they somehow tie Regis Philbin into it, but I doubt that's going to hold true. But if it does, let it be let it be let it be known that uh, D. Simon called it right here. Regis Philbin killed Natalie Wood. People, this is episode 304 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Uh, we present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show, audience votes, and winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, you can send your stories to Facebook. Uh, submit them via Twitter. You can submit them at uh, sickandwrongpodcast.com or you even the Sick and Wrong You put it in an envelope form. and mail it to me? <laughs> Postcard? Mail? Yeah, that, that might work. Uh, quick recap of last week's show. We did two stories. Uh, the... First story was the Ohio Quintet versus the Dead Lion. And uh, the second one is about bloodthirsty witches making lousy sex partners. It's unfortunate because witches can be kind of sexy. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, anyway, the story that won episode 303 is uh, bloodthirsty witches, lousy sex partners. Ended up yeah. uh, winning by landslide. So congratulations there, submitter number two. You won episode 303. Well, actually, we got a couple good stories here for this week. Uh, before we get to that. Here's a word from our beloved sponsor, Audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to Audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So, Wacker, the uh, first listener submission here was sent in by Emmanuel via Facebook. Hey, guys. My name is Emmanuel. I'm a 27-year-old Puerto Rican actor and professional homosexual. This is a man, right? Yeah, this is a man. Okay. Right. Um, how do you become a professional homosexual? Like, is my brother a professional homosexual? He works at a gay bar. So is that... Maybe is he that, is. I don't know. I mean, is it... Do you have to, like... Once you've, like, been able to take, like, three fists in a row, does that mean make you a professional? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm how, wondering, many fists, how many fists can your brother take? Like, how many fists you can take in an evening? Like, if it's like, well, I can take two. Well, you're still... A moderate homosexual, but once you get to the point where it's like, everyone in the room can fist me, and then I can drink, you know, six Cosmos. It's like, you're a professional homosexual now. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody would dispute that that person in your, in your little story is a professional, but I don't know if you need it to be at that level to be a professional. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, maybe, is that like mastery of the homosexual world, of the homosexual That's lifestyle? Like the, that would be like a four-star black belt homosexual. <laughs> I would think. Um, continuing here, he says, I love the show. Thanks for all the hours of whacking off material. Speaking of which, I just ran across this and figured Wackerly would love this. Love you guys, Emmanuel from Sodomy. It's not a picture of him whacking off, is it? No, thank God. I'm, I'm glad he didn't send that. And uh, uh, No, it's a story about a tranny. A tranny posing as a doctor. Trannies. Tranny posing as a doctor. Uh, this happened in Miami, and it's one of those classic... You know, someone wants some kind of uh, cosmetic procedure done, so they go find an unlicensed transsexual doctor to do the to do the operation, which is either not a because, good idea. And they always do it either because it's cheaper, 
or because the normal doctor won't do the crazy ass procedure that they want. Yeah, I think with this one it was uh, a cheaper option. Okay. But yeah, it's either the doctor's just like no because there's a you know too high of a chance that you might die during this procedure and it's unnecessary, and then you're like, okay, I'm right. gonna go find the tranny fake doctor. I'm well, even Kanye West's mom. Went and had some plastic surgery in like Mexico or something, and that's how she died. Was that a similar situation? They just wouldn't perform the procedure, like a licensed I don't know, doctor. Because isn't Kanye West like massively uh, wealthy? Yeah, you'd think he would be able to just find a doctor that would do it, right? Or do it himself because Kanye West can do anything. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> if Michael Jackson can find some doctor to give him, like you know, a horse. Volume uh, dose. Dude, that was like an elephant tranquilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye West can get some guy to do whatever his mom wants in the plastic surgery department. I would think something what's, went wrong there. What's interesting about this this story and uh, is the fact that if you did seek out, you know, an unlicensed medical practitioner, and you're like, okay, so you've done this before, and they're like, oh yeah, I've done these uh, procedures, these, you know. Uh, buttocks augmentation or breast augmentation procedures many times. You're like, oh, okay, well, what do you use? If she says, well, I use a homemade concoction containing cement, super glue, and uh, fix-a-flat tire solution, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't the alarm go off in the back of your head saying, you know, maybe I'll pass on this? But it's know. so cheap, though. <laughs> this wasn't even that cheap. Let me get to the story here. And I'm so self-conscious about my flat ass. I was going to say something, but I didn't want to, like, uh, I was going to wait till after the podcast to say that, oh. you know, wackily, maybe you could use some shaping procedures, some contouring back there. I'm just waiting until the t-shirt fund gets to be large enough. All right, well, you're going to be waiting a while. Then I'm going to the Philippines. <laughs> a fake, a fake doctor suspected of injecting a woman's uh, posterior with cement, superglue, and tire sealant to give her a more shapely rear has been arrested. It's a transgendered woman named O'Neill Ron Morris. The patient or the surgeon? I, I was confused when I read the story. The surgeon injected this woman with a cement superglue and tire sealant. Right, but is the surgeon transgendered or is the patient that has the fucked up ass now the surgeon transgendered? Is transgendered. The surgeon's transgendered. Yeah. Okay. And if you look at the uh, the mugshots of uh, of O'Neill, it's ridiculous. His ass looks grotesque. It's completely misshapen. It's just this so massive. This, this huge... is what confused me. So the the surgeon has done this crazy procedure on himself, herself, itself. Yes. Also. So this is her probably her home homemade procedure that she's developed herself. And if you look <laughs> at it, it's if you look at her ass, it kind of looks like what what when people do a caricature of J Lo. It's like this ridiculous What's that ass. African tribe with the really bizarre ass shape? The Totsy Totsies or the two, You know what I'm talking about? Hot no. and Tots? Hot and Tots. <laughs> Is this from your dream world? You've never Google Hot and Tot after the show and then put a picture on the website, okay? They, they have these massive, like, misshapen J-Lo asses. Just no, I mean it's J Lo. At least you're like, wow, that woman, she's got a big ass ass. <laughs> but uh, these are like, what in the fuck is going on there? And they think that um, back in Victorian times, you know, when women would have those giant bustles, that somehow they were trying to like emulate these, but... emulate these hot and tot rear ends. But I mean, does this okay? Does this tribe in Africa? This has been a, you know, this is like 
you know, through through evolution, years of evolution, they've just developed yeah, these massive selection. asses. Yeah, na- natural, you know, self-selection. Yeah. Selection for uh, that trait has happened. And so you're saying, is this how, like, like Puff Daddy saw this and Jay-Z, and they're just like, damn, that's what I want all my hip-hop honeys to look like. So it sort of became, like, the standard <laughs> That's what I'm hip-hop. saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Dude, I think it's more likely that Regis Philbin killed Natalie Wood than your theory. I don't know. Maybe he's filling like likes him some hot and hot ass. That's all I know. <laughs> so okay, what happened here is a thirty-year-old transgendered fake surgeon um, is a man, but appears to look like a woman, and actually does kind of look like a gross hip-hop, you know, honey woman, like a gross fly, like a a fly girl, like one of those living color fly girls on crack. That's what the uh, tranny looks like. Mm. Um, she's when they, of- inje- when they inject the fix a flat, do they go in right through your butthole? No, they they actually create an incision on the top of your buttock, and she just injects a solution through the incision. Oh, because I yeah. imagine like you know just a bicycle pump, and you just put the hose right up the butt, the asshole, the anus, as it were. And you Although just pump you'd that think that would there. be effective, but I think that would just be giving you the colon enhancement, which I don't know if anyone <laughs> can really see. You know. So what, what happened here is the transgendered surgeon met with the unidentified victim to discuss the procedure. They had agreed on a price of $700. This is intended for cosmetic purposes. So, you know, I would be concerned a couple things here. First of all, I wonder if she found this doctor on Craigslist. Like, where do you find unlicensed medical practitioners? Word of mouth, maybe? Sick and wrong forum. Sick and wrong forum, possibly. But so, okay, she, she meets this person. This guy shows up. He looks like a crackhead, transgendered prostitute. That's another red flag. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. And look at that ass. You've done that yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think these are just all warning signs that this that just apparently went unheeded. Um, the Obviously. victim. But maybe she had a big lab coat on and you couldn't see. And you couldn't, you couldn't tell. But $700 also isn't cheap. I mean, I always thought of this would be like a $60 thing. You know? <laughs> Seven hundred well, bucks. A can of fix a flat costs like thirty bucks. So no, well, maybe two fifty or something. <laughs> I would have definitely bargained her down. Um, but instead, please say the victim was given a series of injections containing cement, mineral oil, and fix a flat tire inflator and sealant. What's with the mineral oil? That's what that other woman did to her face. She injected, remember, like olive oil, mineral oil into her face. Why I think, do they, they think it's a natural product? And it's oh, it's just like the fluids in your body. It'll be fine. Well, and also the cement. Like, I don't understand. Like what kind of cement? <laughs> like rubber cement? I don't. I don't even get that. How that even worked? I think when they say cement, they mean you know like pavement cement. So she put pavement cement, mineral oil, and fix a flat tire inflator inside of there. I wonder how she came up with this procedure. I don't know. Prison? Uh, I don't know. It's in Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, Miami. Uh, the incision was sealed with super glue. Uh, shortly after the surgery was carried out, uh, the patient went on to suffer severe complications. Although, if you think about oh, it, shit. out of all this, this homemade concoction, this homemade medical procedure, the super glue is the only one that actually could work. Don't you always hear that in, like, uh, you know... In Vietnam, or some guy would get shut up, and he'd just take some super glue and seal the wound. That actually, no, I, I don't recall ever hearing that. Dude, that, 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 that actually can work. I've, I've heard of uh, wounds being sealed temporarily with super glue. In Nam. The well, Nam. Whatever. Nam, and uh, you know, people have done it. People get in car accidents. It's just like, oh my God, he's bleeding to death. Let's put some super glue in there and hold it, hold it together. 
I'm not trying to fuck with you, but I've never, ever heard that story or any variation of it. You're wackily. I wouldn't want you saving me in a life or death situation. <laughs> because then you would be like, well, I've never heard of superglue working in this situation. No. And I'm not going to start it. trying it now. <laughs> um, so she had developed an infection of drug-resistant bug MRSA at the wound and also developed pneumonia. Oh, MRSA. Yeah, and she That's developed nasty. pneumonia. Uh, doctors at the hospital worried it was the work of an unlicensed practitioner, and they reported the case to the Florida Department of Health. Uh, by the time they investigated, the victim had left the area along with the, uh, the suspect. And then it was only um, in uh, this, this past summer that Morris was arrested in North Lauderdale. And uh, they ended up finding out that she was um, not only charged with this case, but charged with multiple cases of uh, administering unlicensed medical uh, procedures here. Of course she was. Um, buttock enhancement surgery, though, is interesting, because I was thinking about it. First of all, I find it more... I, I find breast enhancement surgery to be a little bit more legitimate than buttock enhancement. You mm. know I mean? I can well, understand. you're not an ass man, I guess. No, I can, I'm an ass man. I'm a, a natural ass man. And it's like most... Why would a girl need to get buttock enhancements? I mean, she'd have to have, like, Completely no ass. All women have somewhat of an ass. Some something. You're, you're of saying an ass. it'd be it should be better off just eating a bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts. Exactly. Isn't it natural that girls just get you know? Uh, it's like over time, girls just develop fat asses. Just happens. Well, but it's the same thing it's with the, the breasts. Like it, it's not. It's not enough for a, the woman doesn't want just big like sagging pendulous breasts that hang down to her her belt buckle. She wants a shapely. They want big. Person. Like perky, standing upright type tits, and I think it's the same thing with the ass. Like if you went to eat a bunch of Krispy Kremes and In and Out Burger, you know your ass would get big, but it would also be be hanging down by your ankles. I don't know. For some reason, maybe it's because they breast implant. More women get breast implants, and it seems to I be just, somewhat I, more I, normal. The thing I find funny about breast implants is that they're so obvious. You know. It's yeah. like when a dude. It's like when an old dude with an old face has a full head of luxurious twenty-year-old hair, and you're looking at it, and it's obvious to everybody that that's not your real hair. You know, it's like jet black, and but he's got you, liver spots all over his jolly face. I mean, you see a skinny girl with like double D cup size yeah, breasts. Yeah, exactly. Like, Come on. You, you see some. You see some soccer mom with these giant, you know, perfectly symmetrical. Perfectly shaped sweater puppies, and I, I guess it's nice to look at, but but she's not fooling anybody that that's her genetic makeup. I think when it all comes down to it, I don't think men really care all that much. Maybe I mean maybe they care about more of like a shapely ass, but I think with tits and ass, it's just like you know whatever. We're gonna stick our dick inside of you and then go back to watching football. It's like it doesn't. Some men, some men care. I because I know a guy that I went to high school with that made his wife get paid, breast implants. Well, he paid for them. Yeah. She she wanted them, and he said, yeah, I want them too. And I remember she came over, uh, and we were swimming in somebody's pool at their apartment, and she had on one of those uh, Budweiser bikinis, <laughs> you know, that it's all – it was pretty amazing. So maybe I, maybe, I do like, maybe I do like implants. And this is one of those things where she was perfectly, like, really hot beforehand. Like, I don't, I don't know why they wanted to do it, but – um, sick wrong star scale here. Uh, God, you know, it's this, this story is, I wouldn't say it's rote, but it happens a lot. It's frequent. You hear about these unlicensed medical procedures 
that end I up going all awry. too frequent. All too frequently. We need a national awareness month for for bad illegal plastic surgery. The only reason I'm going to give this a four point five stars is because I'm 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 subtracting half a star just because of how common this story actually is, but I'm. Giving it 4.5 stars because there's a weird tranny doctor with a misshapen, grotesque ass injecting someone with tire sealant. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just yeah. sounds really disgusting to me. 4.5. I give it four. All right. Fair four enough. Four stars. Fair enough. What do you have here for uh, the second story? Burning Cross story from Panama City, which is that also in Florida? I have no idea. Yeah, that's uh, also in Florida. Oh, okay. Panama which, City, Florida. Which is the locale of many a sick and wrong stories. Yes. Many a sick it's and wrong story comes from It's Florida. America's dangly cock. <laughs> right? I always thought it was America's ball sack. Well, where's the cock if that's the ball sack? I don't know. It's in the ocean somewhere. <laughs> I always thought the balls were in the ocean or sort of retracted up into, like, Mississippi. All right. Well, let's just say it's, uh, you know, America's genitalia. The genitalia. <laughs> the genitalia of America is uh, is Florida. Yeah. So, like, San Diego is the is the, is the the butthole. Right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess San Diego would be the butthole and the, the cock would be, uh, would be Florida. And so Mexico is the legs. Well, no, that's the Texas would be the taint. Texas yeah. uh, to Louisiana would be the taint, and then yeah, it goes into the ball sack. And then ball sack's <laughs> probably Gulf of Mexico. Anatomy talk. Anatomy crossed with uh, United States continental geography talk, which uh, yeah, both it's of a us hybrid. Have, both of us have demonstrated that we're inept at that. But whatever. <laughs> Uh, well, this dude wound up with a, bur- a cross burning in his Panama City uh, driveway of his home, and he's in a mixed-race race relationship. Uh, the man, L.B. Williams, is a 50-year-old black man, and he's been married to a white woman for seven years. They have a biracial daughter, and on November 4th, they found a burning cross in their driveway, and their so, grandchild was home, too. In this day and age, with a African-American president... How often do you think that still happens? That someone would be upset at an interracial couple? Enough to, like, erect a burning cross there. Probably a lot. I mean... It's I old school. Pretty, you gotta admit. I think they get pretty upset. It's a- I think the type of person who's going to burn a cross is probably even more aggravated that there's a black person in the White House. Well, then why aren't they trying to burn a cross on the White House lawn? Because they don't want to get shot by the fucking <laughs> Secret Service. <laughs> I'm just saying, you can terrorize this no-name couple that lives in some suburb in Panama City, or you might as well just go for it, you know? Go for the this glory is... and burn a cross, yeah. like a huge cross on the White House lawn. But it says they've been married for seven years, they have a biracial daughter, and they don't say how old the daughter is, but then they say that they also have a grandchild. So I don't know how that works. This is interesting. Maybe they had the biracial daughter before, long before they ever got married. Well, the, the burning cross scared the white woman to death. <laughs> she says, I was terrified. <laughs> I'm sure he was like, what you scared of, woman? <laughs> Get the fuck back in the kitchen. Yeah, she, he should be the one that's concerned. <laughs> I'm the one who's scared. <laughs> uh, the city police department sergeant Jeff Becker says that it started out as a hate crime investigation based on the information that we had at the time. It was odd, though. 
The investigator told Donna Williams, the wife, that whoever left the symbol of hate and fear to burn in the driveway probably didn't want to damage the lawn or burn down the house. Where they put it in like a little moat around it or something? Well, you know, like Christmas time is coming up. You've got that little pot of water at the base of the tree. So you're saying he took the Christmas tree bucket water thing and then (laughs) stuck the burning cross in it? They don't specify. The The investigator noticed that, like, precautions had been taken. They don't specify what the mm-hmm. precautions are, but I can only imagine that that may have been one. Or, I mean, they're saying that the thing was burning in the driveway. Like, why wouldn't you put it in the lawn? Well, I don't want to fuck the lawn up. Oh, wait, they put it in the driveway? Yes, it was in the driveway. I mean, maybe they're, also- re- maybe they're respectable racists. Like, they're respectful racists. They're just like, you know what? We are dickheads, and we do wear the, the, the pillowcase masks, and we go out and commit horrible hate crimes, but we don't want to fuck up your lawn. Yeah, They're that's respectful. one possibility. <laughs> the other possibility is, you know, the whole thing isn't what it seems. Ooh. I wonder how, I wonder how big, when you watch movies like Mississippi Burning or whatever, uh, you know, the cross is always huge, <laughs> like yeah, two stories nice tall. I wonder how big this cross was. I don't know. I mean, it sounds, it sounds <laughs> like a to char- me... Like a Char Charlie Brown Christmas tree-sized burning cross. Like, oh, what the... Just kick the shit over, man. It sounds to me it was like a three-foot thing. Just a symbolic act here. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that was odd is that two days later, the wife found a note taped to the front door and another note taped to the side entrance. And she paraphrases the note as saying that they were watching us she assumes that they meant her and the kids, and that she better not leave that nigger. Now that just now that just sounds like that sounds very suspicious. <laughs> the article says "n word" in brackets, but it sounds counter to what their goal actually would be of uh, erecting a burning cross in a yard. Exactly. Don't they want to like, separate just... that interracial couple? Yeah, you would think so. The note was signed KKK. <laughs> okay, here, here's another spurious aspect of this story. Does a KKK typically leave notes? Like, was this on, like, Hello Kitty stationery? I don't get it. Like, do they typically yeah. leave notes? I don't think so. I thought the Burning Sincerely, Cross was the note itself. your pal, the Grand Kliegel. <laughs> I thought the Burning Cross was, like, kind of like the big fuck you note. When you leave a Burning Cross, you don't need a note. No. I mean, you can usually read into that Burning Cross in your front lawn. Or if you're going to leave a note... Maybe just draw a burning cross at the bottom and the person will get the idea. You don't need to actually burn the cross if you have the note. Yeah, I mean, one or the other. I'm just surprised that they would leave the note. I mean, it's... Well, the wife, the wife also says, when did the KKK start supporting black and white interracial marriages? <laughs> Maybe she should go on Google and find out. Uh, well, actually, as probably everybody has recognized at this point, uh, they figured out that the black husband, actually, it, he's now admitted to setting the fire and posting the notes because his wife was going to leave him and he was pissed off and he didn't want her to leave him. So she, he guess he tried to, you know, put the fear of God into her dis- and point out that she needs his protection and comforting side-by-side palality or something. I don't know. It just seems like um, a very complex plan for no reason. I mean, all he'd really... Maybe that's why she's leaving him. Because he's an idiot. Well, I think all he'd really need to do is uh, take her out to Red Lobster and give her some cunnilingus. Black men never yeah. give cunnilingus. That's why she was probably They do upset. always go to Red Lobster, though. They do go to Red Lobster, but I bet you he takes her to Red Lobster. She comes back. He bones her for, whatever, six minutes. And then, uh, you know, next thing you know, she's, it's the same old relationship. 
Yeah. And that really sucks if you're a woman and you've just been to Red Lobster. And he's like, I ain't going down there. It stink. And she's like, I just saw you destroy a plate of crab <laughs> and fish and chips. And, and you're not going to go down there? Like, that's humiliating. Why do black men tend to frown on uh, giving oral pleasure to uh, women? It's submissive. Are you saying it's it's really it's it's, it's submissive? Yeah. So they feel that they are submitting themselves to the woman. Yeah, they think that they're giving up the uh, hand in the relationship. How is it not masculine to be eating out a chick, giving a woman pleasure, pleasuring a yeah, woman? She should be giving you a blowjob, and you should be pounding her asshole. I guess not not down there with your face in her in her vagina. So do you think most men feel I can't that way? Explain like, it any better than that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Have what you ever say. discussed this with an African American? No, I'm just assuming. <laughs> what What other reason could they? I mean, isn't that the most likely reason? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I, I mean, it makes maybe they sense. don't like the smell. I it's mean, emasculating. I maybe I don't know. I, I really think you're you're probably onto something there. But then, how come it, it is that present in like Latino culture and uh, probably? I don't think a lot of Muslim. I don't think a lot of Muslims are chowing box either or dining at the Y. You, you know, but they, it's interesting because Jews like to eat pussy, but yet you'd think that you know uh, physically we're not built to eat pussy with our huge noses would get in the way. Oh, that's for the clitoral stimulation. But I, I'll bet you Hasidic Jews don't eat pussy because they like to keep their women down also, right? Well, it's difficult to find it when, when fucking through a hole in a sheet. <laughs> Plus the beard gets all tangled <laughs> up in the, the, the pubic beard and the fucking the curly telus or tel... What are they called? I don't know. <laughs> she could grab onto the white those robe. and steer your head, right? But So on the sick and wrong star scale here, I just think this is an elaborate hoax for this guy to pull up for something he could just save his relationship by paying a little more attention to her. Maybe not giving her oral sex, but at least taking her out for a nice dinner every now and then. She says that he truly is a good man. He doesn't drink, he doesn't do drugs, and he works like a dog. We just can't be together. What a cunt. Yeah, she sounds sounds implacable, this lady. You know what? I'm going to give this... This is why you don't date white or marry white women. Yeah, could never please them. No. I'm going to give this a four. Four stars. I give it a three and a half. All right. Well, we'll it's see. not. It's in, it's more interesting than sick and wrong. So would he be charged with a hate crime? He is being charged with. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up because actually the part of the article says uh, that she recognized his handwriting and she realized that it wasn't a hate crime but a love crime. And he's actually being charged with two felonies, domestic violence stalking, which is one charge, and exhibits that intimidate. I think it's more emasculating to be charged with a love crime. Like, oh, you get charged with a love crime. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a Barry White song. Yeah, love crime. It's not a hate crime, <laughs> but it's a love crime, baby. Baby, I need you so much, <laughs> I'm going to burn a cross in our front driveway. <laughs> Yeah, he I'm gonna put talks. that cross in a boat so it doesn't burn the house the down. Song, <laughs> People, oh, you can decide baby. who won episode three or four here. Go vote, cigarettepodcast.com. Do you think Barry White eats vagina? You know, he probably does. Yeah, I would think I, so. You know, Barry White probably doesn't even need to eat a vagina because all he has to do is talk within like maybe a few inches away from the pussy. That's true. And she's gonna have like 30 orgasms simultaneously. Yeah, he does have his face down there, but he's just singing to it. 
Yeah. That's all he needs to do. Just hum. He just needs to hum. <laughs> People, you can decide who won episode 304. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wacker, we got a few phone calls. Junk dial line. Um, before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor. AdamandEve.com. It's butt plug month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, Wacker, we got quite a few phone calls this week to the Sick and Wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, I want to play a bit that we haven't done in a while, our thought experiments, because we've received, over the past, I don't know, month or so, we've received quite a number of thought experiments. But I feel that the idea and understanding, maybe, of what a thought experiment should be or what maybe we think it should be hasn't been communicated here on the show. I, I don't think people are actually comprehending what a thought experiment is. So in general, most of the thought experiments that we've been receiving technically aren't thought experiments. I would call them a would you rather stick your dick into this or stick your dick into that type of question. Dick in A or dick in B. Yeah, it's like what would you rather fuck? And then that's pretty much every single thought experiment we've received. In, and it's never like would you rather fuck Mila Kunis or uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson. But it's would you rather Which might be pleasant to think about. Yeah, even though it's not really a thought experiment. But but those but once again, that's a would you rather arbitrary situation. It's like I don't know, fuck. I guess Scarlett Johansson. It's you know, yeah. it's it, that's not thought provoking in the least bit. A would you rather no. question is just it's an arbitrary decision between two options. Yes. Whereas a thought experiment is a scenario that you've invoked that creates a thought provoking situation. Maybe there's and, a decision and ideally involved. should provoke provoke further questioning. About yeah, like for, about for the scenario. You know what? All right, let, let's play the thought experiment questions we have, and people can understand why these are just simple. Would you rather stick your dick in something? Type of questions, and not an actual sick and wrong thought experiment. Before we get to that, here is the sick and wrong thought experiment theme. <laughs> Now, I appreciate the effort, you know, some people do put into, like, coming up with these scenarios and giving us a call and all that. And I'm not trying to deride them outright and say, okay, you guys are retarded people that just sit around thinking, what would I rather stick my cock into? You know, it's like... <laughs> well, it's it, not even that, because if it was that, then that would end it and we wouldn't have to get the call. It's, I wonder what D. Salmon and Lance Wackerly would rather stick their cocks into. Yeah, they, right. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. It's just like, well, if I was D or Lance, what would I rather stick my cock into? It's just like, okay, there's, there's more to it than that. And I think, um, whatever. Let's, let's, let's play the first one here. Hi, second wrong. This is Ross Strong from Green Island Estate in Northern Ireland. 
Um, I I was thinking about a question in my spare time. Um, I actually do have quite a lot of spare time. Um, I fill it up with masturbating and making microwave popcorn. I'm a student at the minute, but I actually do fuck all all day long. But anyway, um, I was wondering um, about this question, and I've decided that it's very difficult, and I need your help in working it out. If terrorists captured your mum and dad, and they only allowed you to save one of them by fucking them, who would you fuck? Your mum or your dad? Okay? You have to fuck your mum to save your mum, or fuck your dad to save your dad. Alright, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Adios from Ross Strong. So is it really, I mean, do you really need our help with answering this question? <laughs> what? I guess my mom. Exactly. It's just like, all right, well, uh, I don't know, my mom, because she has a vagina and I'm not going to be a faggot. Exactly. You know, and then I'm saving her and she's the one who gave me life. So, yes, my mom. But it is. I mean, it's clearly, would you rather fuck this or would you rather fuck that? Would you? And, and then, you know, we got another one that uh, someone, someone emailed to us. It was like, would you rather fist your mom or dad or would you rather get fisted by your mom or dad? <laughs> Which is functionally equivalent. It's not about where you'd like to stick your dick, but it's still just... It, it involves... Which, which dirty sexual practice are you going to force yourself to submit to? It involves penetration of some sort, you know, with a foreign object. It's... Okay, you know, I mean, in that situation, yeah, I guess I'd rather fist my dad than get fisted by my dad. That would suck, <laughs> having my dad's fist in my asshole. Right. You know? That was example one. Here's example... Two. Hey guys, it's Chris from Hawaii. Got a little thought experiment for you. Alright, imagine the hottest girl you've ever had or you've ever wanted to have sex with. You know, celebrity, perhaps layman. And uh, picture Wilford Brimley. Now, what you have to do is take the head off of Wilford Brimley and put it on the girl and vice versa. And you have to have sex with one of them. I know it seems like an easy question because you would just, you know, cover the face of Wilford Brimley with the hot girl's body. Here's the catch. You have to be full tongue, just porn, making out the entire time. So you're, you're having sex with this hot body female and just slathering. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> would you rather fuck this? Please explain this further. Yeah, I, I want to no, hear what they're wearing because that's what I'd like to know. I think that's coming next. So, so the question is, and this is another age-old, like, uh, very common question that you see online. It's like, okay, if uh, a woman had a fish, you know, fish head, but a beautiful female's body, or if she had a, you know, beautiful female's head, but a fish body, what would you rather have sex with? I've seen that variation. This is, okay, you have Scarlett Johansson with either Wilfred Brimley's head or Scarlett Johansson's face and Wilfred Brimley's body. Right. Um, all right, I guess I would rather just... I just, I can't, I can't think about what I would stick my dick in anymore. <laughs> yes, my mind is burnt out on that topic. But it, once again, though, it's like, okay, well, you know, I guess it'll have to be Wilfred Brimley's face on Scarlett Johansson's body because she has a vagina, and I like fucking vaginas, and I'll stick my dick in her vagina, and, and I guess I'll have to tongue kiss Wil Wilfred Brimley. You know, I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I just don't see how this is a, a very... I don't see how this could be a dilemma. You know, I mean, it, it is a dilemma. It, I admit that it's a dilemma. I just, I can't listen to the same scenario over and over and over again. So, are you saying, Wackerly, you're you're growing tired of receiving these "Would you rather fuck it" questions? 
Like if the if these are thought experiments, then I feel like I feel like the the scientist in the lab who just for twenty years all I do is I just give mice ball cancer just over and over and over again it's like whoa let's give these mice ball cancer okay well what are we gonna do next month we have some more mice that we're gonna give ball cancer to and see how that turns out for them oh it turns out they really hate it you know i don't just and then the next month and then five years from now i'm still in this lab giving testicular cancer to mice that's how i feel about getting all these thought experiments that are basically the same thing over and over again they, they are. They're, they're all like different iterations of the same question. So we have one more to play. We, we have one more that's pretty much the exact same thing. And uh, here, <laughs> here it is. Hey, Dan Lance. This is Nikki from Long Island. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. I have a little thought experiment for you, too. You're kidnapped by a jigsaw type supervillain. And you have one of two options to make. Either option, you choose. Okay, now this sounds like the setting actually sounds like it could be promising. Right. Kidnapped so by a like jigsaw. A saw, a saw, the movie Saw, that type of scenario. Yeah, like it, it sounds like, you know, she's definitely setting this up for an interesting thought experiment. I mean, this it like, sounds a bit know, macabre. The other person in the room has swallowed the key and they, all you have is a scalpel and the key is going to unlock the thing that's going to explode your head off. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's. It, it actually sounds like it. It has. It has. It's promising. I'd Let's also see. like to commend her for having a fantastic phone connection. Yeah, I think actually, I think this is. A, she must have recorded this. Doesn't sound oh, like okay. a phone call. No, it's Maybe. very clear. To do and complete, you will be set free. The first option, you have to be pegged by Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Here we go. For God five damn minutes. It. Like, Second option. Like, come on. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to get... We haven't even heard the second option yet, but I imagine it, 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 it seems like being penetrated by something. You know, maybe... It's, it's, it's a little bit different. Like, okay, now, now Rosie O'Donnell's cock is going to be inside of me, but it's still virtually the same thing. It, it, it is virtually the same thing. And, and first What's of all, choice, it's so yeah. improbable that Jigsaw would even know Rosie O'Donnell or convince her... She's a lesbian. Convince her to strap one on and fuck you in the ass. You know, I just don't. They're both celebrities, though. Maybe their kids are on the same soccer team. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be. They carpool. You have to have sex with the tranny version of Scarlett Johansson. The catch, though, with that one is you have to make the Scarlett Johansson tranny come in your mouth as well as in your anus. You cannot fuck. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Does Jigsaw use the word anus, or does he say, you know, asshole? Well, what, what I don't understand is how come there's only one stipulation with Rosie O'Donnell? She's just pegging you, you know, with a strap-on dildo, whereas this tranny, a version of Scarlett Johansson, you know, not only fucks you, but comes in your anus and comes in your mouth. And how long do I have to wait for the tranny to, like, get it up again? <laughs> or, like, do you, do you do your ass first and then your mouth, or in your mouth and then in your ass? I mean, Rosie O'Donnell's looking, uh, looking preferable to me right now. But let's, I think so. Let's see. There might be another uh, scenario. The Scarlett Johansson tranny whatsoever. Now, you know, as well as dick sizes go, both the Rosie O'Donnell... And Scarlett Johansson both have the same size equipment. 
the strap-on as well as the natural dick on Scarlett Johansson. They're both. Did she even wrote this down? Doesn't it sound like she's reading this? That's almost well, worse than the other callers. Any of the key points of the of the would you rather fuck this or that scenario. Well, you know the the other guy, the Irish guy that jacks off in his microwave popcorn or whatever. At least he was just well, kind of like popcorn, probably. Yeah, but he was calling and uh, you know re- whatever, reciting it over the phone call. She like thought this out. I mean, she wrote this down, and she's reading it off probably notebook paper. Yeah. Seven inches long, and three inches wide. So which what? one would you choose to go this through with? Seen a real out? dick. Wait, it's seven inches wide and three inches long, or no? Is no, uh, no, the opposite. Seven it's inches long, three inches wide. That's a wide dick. Who's she been fucking? <laughs> I don't even know. Get, do, do people even have a dick like that? Well, there's somewhere out there. Ron Jeremy's <laughs> dick's not. Ron Jeremy's dick isn't that wide. Maybe she means three inches in circumference, which would be more. Well, that'd be kind of thin, I would think. Ah, who knows? Who knows? I'm not so, going yeah, to measure that. the width of my dick later. I have no idea how <laughs> wide my dick is, to tell you the truth. Five. Thanks. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Bye. Are you going to dignify that with a response there, Wackerly? I'm never answering one of these questions ever again. It's starting now. <laughs> you know, I played the thought experiment maybe in, music maybe in for five a reason. years, like when I haven't heard one in a long time, I'll entertain the concept, but I can't think about where my dick is going anymore. Well, the, the main thing with me is it's not, this isn't a thought experiment. There's no thought required to say, okay, I guess this is what I'd rather have done to me or rather fuck something. It's just like, it's, it's a, basically two arbitrary decisions. And yes. it's, it's completely arbitrary, and you got to decide, okay, well, there are two shitty scenarios. This one is less shitty than the other one because of this. That's not right. a thought experiment. A thought experiment, and I think this is where people are becoming, I don't know if confused or if they forgot where we've originated the bit. A thought experiment is something that inspires thought. There's, a, there's different situations that transpire, that could transpire, and that's why, that, and we discuss, we discuss our decision based on all these different factors. For example, you did one a long time ago where you posed the question, how many five-year-olds would you be able to kill? Like in a, if you're in like a gymnasium and they're like all these five-year-olds running at you. In. They just keep coming through all the doors at you. How many could you kill? Before they kill you. Or before you go tired or something. That's a thought right. experiment because there are multiple different factors affecting your decision. What type of weapons you get. You know, you know, if, uh, yeah, exactly how old you are, like what type uh, of clothing you're allowed to wear. Definitely. I mean, there are multiple different factors and alternatives to the outcome of the situation, thus provoking thought. It's not how many five-year-olds would you fuck or would you rather fuck 10 five-year-olds or would you rather fuck one 80-year-old grandma? You know, it's like, would you rather fuck a decaying raccoon corpse that you found on the side of the road or put your balls in the garbage disposal? <laughs> Like, I don't know anymore. I just don't. Both sound really bad. Can I kill myself? Can I do that in my own life? That's not an option, Wackerly. But seriously, people, that's what we're saying is when you're calling a thought experiment question, make it something thought-provoking and uh, not necessarily about sticking your dick into something. I mean, it could be. If it was like a thought-provoking scenario... With your dick, but that, <laughs> You're just but encouraging it now. I'm just everybody saying. Everybody thinks there's a thought provoking. Just let's just not don't don't say like send in good ones because everybody thinks theirs is good. Let's just say 
no more is your dick going into this or that. And I, and I would include into that, is this dick going into your ass or is that dick going into your ass or is this fist going or into fist your ass? Or fist or anything. Or four or objects. drinking this kind of cum or that kind of diarrhea. <laughs> Just No would stop. you rather two hideous situations. Would yes. you rather questions. That's basically what that is. And would you rather is all fine, but that's, this is a thought experiment, not a would you rather. Right. So people call in a real thought experiment. 206-666-3846. Um, Wackerly, yeah. I don't know. I, when, when's the last time you were on the forum? Right? Have you been on it lately? I've been posting little things here and there, yes. <laughs> Not a lot, but... I haven't uh, been on there lately, but there's a lot of uh, very popular threads. I'm enjoying the What the Funk Videos thread these days. I'm enjoying the uh, the random picture thread's always a classic. But there are just new threads popping up every day. Um, I, I, I always like, you know, we should, we should get a sick and wrong. I, I always enjoy the, around the holidays, sick and wrong gift suggestions. Someone needs to start that thread back up. <laughs> you could do it. Maybe I will, but I'm sick of starting threads. <laughs> and only getting like two, two people viewing it. It's true. That's true. But I don't know. Anyway, people, there's, uh, there's something for everyone in the Sick and Wrong Forum. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on Forum, become a member today. Um, also, thank you to everybody who supports us by subscribing to the show on iTunes, giving us five-star ratings. Actually does help out the show. I don't know if uh, you've been on there lately on the podcast directory on iTunes, but uh, we've been in the What's Hot category like um, uh, pretty much like almost every day this week. So thank you, people, for subscribing to the show on iTunes. Also, you still have time to get yourself a Sick and Wrong Quado t-shirt. In fact, people, we suggest that since I have a lot of small t-shirts left, why not do something like uh, a wet t-shirt type of situation? Get two hot chicks, have them both wear Quado tees, and then, yeah, spray like seltzer water or garden hose or have them wash your car. And, uh, yeah, videotape yeah. it. Put it on YouTube. And if you don't have sticking around quad tees, just do that with the white t-shirts and send those pictures in. I don't give a shit if it's in a sticker wrong t-shirt. I think it's a damn fine idea. People, we strongly suggest you doing that right now. Go to stickerwrongpodcast.com, click on store, buy yourself a quad tee, or just go buy a Hanes white tee and just write sick and wrong with a marker on it. And then just sure. let the girls get naked. Spray them down with a garden hose. It's a good idea. Yeah. What um, is the female equivalent of shirt cocking? Shirt clunging. Shirt clunging. Shirt clunge. A good idea. That would be good too. Uh, second wrong song of the week was sent in by a guy named Heinz. Heinz. He says, I <laughs> like found a strange nerdcore song about pork chops and Muppet porn and thought it would fit nicely into the song of the week. Uh, the band is called Torrance Muppet Porn. You know, this brings up an interesting uh, scenario here or interesting question here, Wackerly. Um, are you going to see the new Muppets movie? Yeah. It's opening this week. Don't ask me which one I would fuck or I will fucking come right over there and beat your ass. <laughs> so would you rather... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Miss Biggie. I would fuck Miss Biggie, okay? No, my question is, though, much like reopening the Natalie Wood case is 30 years old, why, I guess, invigorate this fran- reinvigorate this franchise? Why bring new life to the Muppet franchise? Has it wasn't... like When was the last Muppet movie? In, like, 1989? Maybe. I don't know. I don't keep track of them. Why, why not? I love the Muppets. I mean, I, I always like the Muppets, too. But I just feel like, it, and are they still relevant? 
<laughs> you mean you puppets don't? There's no place for puppetry in today's not, world. Not in this 3D digital Shrek type of world. I don't know if uh, I mean just a regular Muppet on a string. Do you think kids would just be like, "Ah, oh, this is whack. This is straight up bullshit." They probably will, but that's because kids are the pieces of shit. But you know how? Uh, but but Shrek sucks. I think I, mean, Shrek, I think Shrek watch is a terrible. Shrek movie again. I think Shrek is <laughs> terrible, and the uh, like you know Muppet movies played a pivotal role in my my childhood development. They're great. Yeah. Maybe Great Muppet Caper, uh, first Muppets, Muppets movie. Take Manhattan. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, the Muppets. The Muppets were were pivotal then. I just wonder if today's today's child, you know, that grows up with iPads and uh, you know PlayStation threes, if they're going to look at that and be like, "What the hell is this?" This is well, yeah, they will be. They, they're like the kid who, who constantly is on playing Modern Warfare and just calling everybody a dyke and a cunt and a nigger and a spick and a chink. He's not going to enjoy the Muppets. It's for us. It's for the adults at this point. I think. That, I what I always liked about it is they're very self-referential. These Muppet movies, and they have all the cameos. I'm sure there's going to be lots of cameos this time around. I'll probably oh, yeah. end up going to see it too. But this song is great. It reminds me of uh, Mr. Bungle song. Remember Mr. Bungle. So thank you, Heinz, for sending that in. Uh, we're going to end this show with the uh, with a song about pork chops and Muppet porn. Uh, people, I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Wackley, you have big Thanksgiving plans? Uh, yeah, I would call them big. Are you uh, make would, a turkey? Uh, would you rather stick your dick in like <laughs> sweet potato yams or or mashed potatoes? Which one is hotter? <laughs> <laughs> but you have to hold it in there for like. 30 seconds while a tranny comes in your mouth. I would like to have, <laughs> you know, a female fan come and just lick mashed potatoes off my cock. That's okay. what I want. That's what I want for the holidays. That's what I want to be thankful for. All right. Would you rather... <laughs> <laughs> People, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, have a safe and happy one. Don't get too drunk and don't get too full because you could... Uh, what, what what does that happen when you're like your stomach explodes and your you body get really fucking fat? It's like gastro <laughs> um, something, cephalitis or something that can happen from just overstuffing your face. I don't know. Never happened to me, <laughs> and I stuff my face quite a bit. <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode three or five. Until then, take a seat. Get it. Throw out the lamb, sling out the turkey, bring me the heads on pinky or perky, break out the ham, the pork rib jerky, I tell you my murky, my bit story, Kermit's horny on Twitter, he posted, Miss Piggy gonna get spit roasted, he got a mean lick and Piggy ain't faking, dipping his green dick in a wet bacon, hammering the gammon from both ends, Kermit a fuzzy in a spit roast blend, I'm trying to offend, cause any tension, swear down I got the story from Tim Henson, now every time I eat a bacon sandwich, I need to wrap my brain in a bandage, I'm thinking of switching me for quad, cause I can't shake the image of my bit
yo, yo, little Miss Piggy, I know you're gonna miss me. Your little tail is fun and twisty, kiss me whiskey, then we gotta kill me, tie you up, his mind's get misty and shifty. With the axe, my hands are famished, damn, I could eat your pan, I'll eat you out, no doubt. Back, my lips smack back, delicious snatch. Mash you up, potato bug, fit so hot that I get stuck. Suck up your juices, so many uses, for so good, yeah, work that fluid, do it. Two little burger, break a thong, make me steak and a celery thong, I long to make you my succulent meal, I'll book you real good. Good old stories on iPod cast. 